Welcome in to the Family Hour, brought to you by American Senior Benefits on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Todd Riley and Jay Stoll. Good morning. Thank you for joining us this morning on the American Senior Benefits Family Hour. Alongside Todd Riley, I am Jay Stoll. Uh, if you want to call in, you have questions, call the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Or you can go on the Sarder Heyman text line as well. Getting into it, uh, lots to talk about today. We're going to recap the Husker football game, talk a little bit of the World Series. Uh, definitely get into to what we do, helping the, the community and helping folks understand uh, the tricky world of Medicare. And then awesome opportunities, how you can jump aboard and uh, join us. Getting into it to begin, Todd, uh, Husker football loses yesterday, again, unfortunately. Uh, expectations are pretty high for this game. I think they've been kind of subdued now. 23-9 uh, to, to, to Illinois. Illinois, and I was, I was just talking, there's no really good team in the Big Ten West. There, there really is not. The Big Ten West is, in my opinion, is below average this year i mean from 2018 to 2021 some school out to the uh, uh east of us named iowa dominated so the fact that Iowa's not doing good this year the big 10 west is down thoughts on the game thoughts on on where nebraska can go from here well, first you are and good morning jay by the way good morning good morning uh you are spot on on the big 10 it is it is not only is it below average it's boring to watch it is boy it's been a it's been a tough one um it just some of the you can just see them going nowhere fast this year uh as far as the huskers as we were talking a little bit before the show started kind of what was kind of what maybe should have been expected um you know it, it the game played out as as it probably should it was tough to obviously to see the quarterback go down uh, it, there was a couple uh, bright spots. Uh, if I remember right, uh, last game there was zero sacks, zero pressure on the quarterback. I think there was two sacks uh, this this game, so that was a little bit of an encouragement. Uh, one thing too, they seem to be playing a little smarter football. I think there was three penalties for the whole game. So if we got to find a bright spot. I guess those are a couple. Uh, yeah, go ahead and get your Big Mac, folks. Uh, this <laughs> is right. this is the Sunday to go ahead and do that. Uh, Jay Stoll, Todd Riley on the American Saint, uh, Senior Benefits Family Hour. Harrison is a uh, man of the controls. Offensive line is is still a problem. Yeah, it's you it, look to uh, how thin we are. It, it's it's not going to get better either for the rest of the season. It's I mean, Nuri being out was huge. You know, you got Parchaka, he's out, and then you know we're trying to find guys like Brant Banks get in there he's you know holding up at least we're just so thin there already and like you guys are saying the the recruiting for the offensive line just hasn't been there either it's a tough spot i I can't see it getting better this year with a whopping 60 rushing yards on the game and uh grant being the leader at 5.1 yards we went away from it too that drove me nuts why did we go away from the running game that was the only thing working for us in that first half you look at the first half I mean, we had 248 yards total. I think it was around 227 in the first half. We barely got anything in the second half because we were like, oh, we're down. We got to start. I mean, it's two-possession game. You can run the ball yet. Oh, and certainly could. So, I mean, that if you're on the Mickey train or the Whipple train, that's that's the only part right there where I'm like, why the hell do we keep getting away from the run game? It was working. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Now, 
is the adult in the room that, that uh, we hold responsible for what's going on with the offensive line. So the question with that is, we have these kids here. Now, physically, I have no doubt that they know what to do, right? They're, they're built. They can move an ox. I get that. Why is it still the struggle of the IQ game? Why is it still the struggle of these guys are, are missing, you know, slants? These guys are, are on, a, goodness gracious, on, a, on an extra point, right? Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Running right through the middle. Now, I know everybody has seen it on Twitter, and if you haven't, you can go look at it. Um, 54, again, has, has his struggles. When is it time that instead of holding the CEO accountable that the person or the positional coach now is, is held accountable? So in, in our industry, you know, if someone's not doing their job the way we want them to do it, it's, it's very easy for, for Todd and I to say, you know what, it's my fault. I'm, I'm working with this person. I've done this, that, and this wrong. When that person needs to be held responsible as well. When is it time that we look at who is um, not maybe living up to expectations or, or making the adjustments for the reason why the offensive line is is where they're at because again this is more iq these guys should know what they're doing do we look back at high school and say all right these guys three and four stars that's great but the recruiting we were doing we wanted big guys Mm -hmm. we didn't want high iq guys is that something that nebraska looks into is you know if you want you know a good offensive line if you want a smart offensive line you have to look at iq first to make sure they know what they're doing and then say i can build them up because the two most smartest people on the football field number one is going to be your quarterback of course but number two you got to have that offensive center mm-hmm. he needs to be able to do shifts call 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 plays as far as uh we're going to slant right slant left the biggest thing that i've seen for the problem for nebraska football this year for the offensive line hasn't been the physicality they can move you 10 yards the problem is they're going to move you 10 yards, but they're not going to get the guy coming behind that, and then our quarterback, of course, is going to get killed, which inevitably we knew was going to happen. We knew it was a matter of time. My thing I want to hear this week is, is I would like to hear Riola talk about what he's doing and, and what he's trying to implement, and why is it not sticking? Is it something that these guys just have Austin in their head, they're doing what, what he was teaching them, and they're not adapting? Or is it that Austin's just or uh, Ryle is just not getting through them? Don Elliott, take a stab at that first, please do. <clears throat> oh, I said you can take a stab. Oh. That's a that's a loaded <laughs> I question. Don't want to take a stab. <laughs> I'm still half asleep this morning. Back to uh, you, Jerry. <laughs> Back to you in the booth. Um, <laughs> actually, Jay brought up a great point. If we have uh, one of our agents that that is underperforming. Uh, we know where to look. We know mm-hmm. what to what to evaluate. We'll we'll watch them. We'll listen to them. We'll we'll put them on tape. Uh, we'll uh, we'll find out where the area of concern is, because uh, we always say if, if a person has uh, strong communication skills and a good work ethic, uh, we can make them do anything, and and they can accomplish anything. Well, that transfers over here too. Uh, if I, and I don't know, is it a work ethic issue? Is it a coaching issue? Uh, but I definitely think somebody up above ought to be taking it person by person, reviewing the tapes, reviewing the film, seeing, okay, you didn't do this. How did you miss this? What did you see here? What did you not see here? Uh, and just see where the where the issue lies. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch because there's so much possibility and so much capability. Now you have those folks that are also saying, um, you know, Mickey's not the guy now after one game. You know, yeah. it's, it's typical Nebraska fans. 
uh, you know, I've been one. You're you're one. You guys are all one here. You know, before the Illinois game, yep, Mickey's a guy. We love him. Let's give him the, the reins. Let's just take the interim tag off, you know, once he beats Illinois. Well, slow your roll down. Illinois is a top 17 team. Mm-hmm. Defense De- is real, too. Defense is real. We saw Purdue third-string running back put up over 200 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, the, the stadium was electric. It was on fire. Um, but, again, talent and and talent is is good so far, but when you have better coaching, it shows. And what Bielema's done in in two years, I'm not going to say is remarkable because there's there's coaches that do that. Uh, you don't need five six years for a turnaround time like the previous coach you know was telling us. You could do it within two or three years, right? Just have to have a system in place, and you have to have the right personnel and the right people around you. Um, what folks got to realize is is Mickey didn't handpick any of these guys. Mm-hmm. There's two guys on this team that Mickey had a huge say in bringing in, and that's Trey Palmer and Casey Thompson. Other than that, I guarantee Mickey, you know, would go a different direction with with what he has. So, for the folks out there, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, Mickey's not the guy. Let's bring somebody else." And well, he's two and two right now. He's right. two and two in the Big Ten West, right? And that's sadly quite good compared to recent years, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So, will he right the ship? I, I believe so. I hope so. Will it equate to victories? That's another story. Yeah, to add on to that, the, what Mickey has to overcome is, it's incredibly tough. I mean, we still don't really have an identity. Mm-hmm. What is Nebraska's identity? We we don't have one yet. Through, you know, four and a quarter years of Scott Frost and Mickey taking over, try, Mickey trying to put together a team identity with guys he, like you said, he didn't necessarily handpick. Um, and like we're talking with, uh, you know, Brett Lima, two years, you knew he, you know what those teams are going to be. They're going to be drive the ball, long possessions, and just, you know, eat clock, super conservative. I don't know. There was like two fourth and ones yesterday. Um, they didn't even go for it. It seems mm-hmm. kind of dumb. It's like you got Chase Brown. You could easily get that and keep the drive. But that's their, not their identity. They know exactly who that team is. And that makes that process of finding that culture, you know, way easier that's why you can get it done in two years you know you yeah. know who you are you're one you work out the kinks you're two you already putting that together that blueprint mickey joseph is still working on the blueprint he, i don't know if we know who we can be with this roster like you're talking with the offensive line you know what is Don, donovan riola doing and out of all the hires we have donovan riola you know being a bears fan he was the offensive line coach for the bears last year that was not a good offensive line so when we got him i was a little worried not only for you know the Bears play, but also his connections. I'm like, who's he going to bring in? We need obviously need to get. To, he didn't really bring in anyone. We got, mm-hmm. you know, Hunter Anthony from Oklahoma State, who, um, he's he's been okay. He, he's been put in tough spots, so I don't want to bash on him. He he's had some tough spots where he just got thrown in there, um, and what already is a pretty banged up offensive line. So, like you said, I want to know what he's doing. The guys are huge. Are you know you watch an Ohio State game? The guys fire off the ball, but it's not just that. It's like what you're saying. They're going next level. Everyone's on the same page. They get the chip block. They work up to the secondaries. I rarely see our offensive line successfully work up to the second level. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and that makes that running game so much harder. Like you said, you can get the first guy, but we can't, you know, without Cam Jurgens there, especially trying to figure out that pressure, if they bring any pressure at all, any little different little kink to that rush. We miss guys a lot, and mm-hmm. that's what's leading to guys like Casey Thompson you know, getting hurt. It's just you're you're missing guys uh, wide open because the communication just isn't there. So maybe is it is an IQ thing. It it most definitely is is what I think. Um, as well, 
as we had, you know, some some big time recruits there yesterday, which was excellent. Uh, some quarterbacks we're looking at, which which is excellent as well. How do you think if it, it went through the quarterback's mind where they're seeing Casey get killed, Chuba get destroyed, right? If you're a recruit coming in here, you're not looking at this year. You're also looking at the last couple of years to see how things went. You see Adrian Martinez getting absolutely destroyed. Like I said. Um, Moving on and being more successful elsewhere. Exactly. Well, like I said, when you have protection, the, the talent is there, right. right? I have no doubt about the talent. It's it's the mentality. It's the IQ. Uh, it's it's doing the play the right way and doing your job. And if somebody does not do their job, right, there there's there's a chink in the armor then. Right. And and that shows, and that's been a plague in Nebraska for, for how many years now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, get getting into as well, uh, the Astros tied it up at one-to-one. You watching the World Series at all, Harrison? Yeah, I've been keeping up. I saw Phillies came back on a huge comeback game that first one, and now <laughs> Astros, I was wondering, it was like, yeah, maybe they'll do it again, Phillies. It just didn't happen last night. Um, Phillies, they have just kind of been that team, though. They always mm-hmm. play from behind. It seems like the entire season, that's kind of been their M.O. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if next game Astros come out and leading again, but the Phillies are just one of those teams you can never put away. You have to be worried about them coming back. Absolutely. The, the Phillies are a team that um, – if you, if you put it, match it up on paper, the Phillies have to play an absolute perfect game to win. Yeah, absolutely. absolute perfect. Where the Astros can can have some errors, can have some some flexibility. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good series. Uh, Altuve uh, is, is my son's favorite baseball player, so oh, really? been watching him this whole postseason. He was like three for thirty six or something like that, and busted out a shell yesterday, and he got uh, some three hits. So so that was nice to see. Uh, I'd like to see it go go seven. Uh, just being a baseball fan, being a sports fan in general, give me give me more. That's I would be look. more surprised if it didn't on this one. I yeah, think these guys are pretty evenly. It seems like it. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun series to watch actually. And then the volleyball team bounced back. Mm-hmm. They're still ranked number one uh, nationally, yeah. which yep. uh, I, I thought that was awesome. I was like, oh, we didn't get knocked down for that. I'll, I'll take it. You know, I thought after you know Wisconsin kind of you know gave us the woodwork. I was like, it might t- be tough. But uh, we're still ranked number one nationally. I guess, uh, you know, the people making those rankings are seeing something yet that says that's not necessarily this team. Even though they lost to Wisconsin, they didn't drop us down. So I'm, I'm, they must see something. And uh, I think it's probably just our defense. We're still just incredible on defense. Our, our digs, it's really our volleyball team just needs to clean up the serving mm-hmm. and stop getting killed on aces. You know, that's, that's one thing. Um, struggling to errors on the serve and then just receiving the serve in general. That's that's been a huge problem for John Cook, and he's been open about that. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's talked about that. For some reason, I don't know what it is, but uh, Wisconsin's our kryptonite in volleyball. Yeah. But again, if you have those two, what, seven-footers in the middle for Wisconsin, good Lord, we should get them for Nebraska basketball be even better. <laughs> Help out the post play right there. Husker basketball started off as, uh, as well. Um, not a lot to take from it. It was an exhibition, right? Playing a D2 school. Today's going to be the Colorado game. Mm-hmm. That should be a little bit better for for exhibition wise. What are you, what are you looking at for Nebraska basketball? We, so, so I'll tell you what I'm looking at personally. Yes, we need the physicality down low, but goodness gracious, can we please start hitting those three pointers? Yeah, I mean, can we please do what what Fred wants us to do? I mean, we're swinging the ball all over the place, breaking wide open, free shots, and and not making it. Uh, that was me. I'm on the clock right now for the draft. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to talk to Jay, call him, get text him at the Sartre Heyman text line. That could be his uh, phone that you hear in the background, folks. 402-464-5685. Yeah. 
like to see Casey, uh, you know, get hot and make some make some shots here. Yeah, I don't know why the three point shot has just constantly fled from this team. It because the guys are good shooters on paper. You know, they all should be able to hit threes for whatever reason. Uh, just bad luck or something. Fred Hoiberg has never had that three point shooting offense that he needs for that offense to work. And you know that Chadron State exhibition game, mm-hmm. another atrocious three point shooting night for. We still won. Um, obviously, it's Chadron State. You even if you shoot poorly, you should be able to win that one just based off pure physicality and athleticism. You would hope. Yeah, you would hope, right? <laughs> uh, but again, if the three point shot isn't falling. I don't know what this offense can do. You're going to see a lot more Derek Walker running things from the high, you know, the elbow, um, high post, wherever. And then I will say Sam Greasel, he's going to be huge for us. We're going to be leaning on that guy a lot. I think we're going to need him Mm -hmm. consistently to Mm -hmm. play great. Uh, I mean, that's kind of where we are. The roster, I'll be honest, the roster doesn't look elite by any means, even in the Big Ten. Um, I mean, honestly, my, my projections for this, I mean, 500. It's kind of probably the goal. I'd, I'd try to get to 500 at least. Okay, um, I can see that. Big 10 play, you know, try try to get, you know, if you can get 500 in Big 10 play, that's at least a step up. You know, just you got to just see incremental improvements at the least. I don't want to have another year where it's like, well, it just didn't work out. We never got the three-point shoot, three-point shot going. We kind of end up where we end up last year. We need, you know, Fred's had enough time. You've had, you had some rough patches with COVID and everything, but it, it's time to, you know, you have to have those incremental steps. Yeah. He, he's been here for a while. If I don't see it this year, it's like, what are we doing? You know, we're just wasting time. And you go back. Go back when Bill Moose hired Scott Frost and he hired Fred Hoiberg. And everybody collectively is saying, wow, this is the greatest AD ever. <laughs> Look at the two guys that he brought in. Right? Look at the two guys. But then, unfortunately, just that it hasn't equated to the wins that we'd like to see. Um, Speaking of coaches, I didn't. I want to know the answer to this. One of you guys, I'm sure, knows. The Tennessee coach for the football, how long has he been there? Josh Heupel, he's been there what three or four years? Yeah, not has. I'll look it up. I think it's three or four years. I think you're right. I want to say four. Just reason I asked again. Uh, Harrison mentioned a second ago you should be able to do something in, in two or three years. If that's not a living proof of what you can do in two mm-hmm. to three years, I've got a real good buddy of mine that graduated from from Tennessee. I've been to a bunch of games there. Fun fun stadium, by the way. Uh, just you and a hundred thousand of your closest friends, but um, they weren't good. You know, they, they, but I, I do see the parallel and, and hopefully the future parallel uh, for Nebraska fans. Um, you know, Tennessee was all world back in the day, you know, um, monster quarterbacks, you know, uh, national champions, and then a decade of, of being sad, actually. Mm-hmm. And now, boom, new guy, two, three years later, off they go. And I think. I think they're the most fun team to watch right now in, in the NCAA. Yeah, it's year two, by the way. It's even faster. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, year two, eight and zero right now. But wow. the thing is, they 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 got an RPO quarterback, and that is the transition of college football now. Mm-hmm. If you look at the top teams, maybe besides Ohio State, because they got C.J. Stroud, but even in uh, Tennessee with uh, um, Hendon, right? Hendon Hooker, yeah. Hooker, right? It's an RPO. You think of if, and I hate to say this, right? But good gosh. And Casey's athletic, right? But he likes to stand in the pocket and throw. He likes to throw off his back foot right. because he's being chased. Right. You get Nebraska uh, a quarterback that's an RPO guy. So now, instead of that handoff like we did in the first quarter, the back-to-back plays uh, on the, inside the 10-yard line, mm-hmm. right? First one up the middle, second one on the quarterback, and pull it and run. That is a huge, huge detriment. Now, the greatest quarterback we have for that right now is Logan Smothers, but unfortunately – 
they, they don't believe in his arm strength. They just don't. And Mickey said that yesterday that the reason we went to Chuba is he can throw a ball better. So, you know, Nebraska, and, and I truly believe in college football, if you have an elite quarterback in college football, an elite quarterback, you're going to be a good team. Mm-hmm. You will. An elite quarterback can win you games in college football. Not right. so much in the NFL unless you're, you know, Allen or Mahomes. But in college football, if you have somebody that can put you on their back and go, you can win a lot of games. And, and that's what I think Nebraska's thriving for. And when you get a quarterback like that, now all of a sudden the offensive line plays harder because they believe. Now all of a sudden the running back runs harder because they believe. And now all of a sudden you have the defense that's flying around the ball because they believe. How fun is that Georgia game going to be next week? I think that, that when it first when I, when I looked at because again we're kind of kind of fans because of our friend uh, that went there. Um, when we looked at their schedule, you know Alabama and Georgia and and uh, uh, they just beat up on this week um, yesterday. Georgia, no uh, Tennessee. Um, oh Kentucky, yeah Kentucky. Thank you. Who's ranked? Um, and when I first looked at the schedule. I'm like, ooh, that's a tough one. Maybe, maybe they'll win one of those. They could sweep the thing. I, I really think the Georgia-Tennessee game is going to be the game of the week next week. Oh, no. It's going to be Nebraska-Minnesota. <laughs> 11 a.m. kickoff. Harrison's going to be able to get home by about 5 o'clock, watch the night games, enjoy yeah, enjoy nice. life. Get the uh, the smoker going first thing in the morning so when you get home, things are ready to go. Uh, Jay Stoll, Todd Riley here on the American Senior Benefits Family Hour. If you want to call in, 402-464-5685 or the Sarder Heyman text line, you can reach out to us as well. Todd, how do you find us on Facebook? You can find us American Senior Benefits Lincoln. Uh, give us a call, 402-614-9292. We'll see you guys in a little bit.